the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twelve thirty Monday is when we talk with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management, and we call it Money Monday. And I also visit with Josh on Fridays for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Seven PM is when that airs, and it re-airs at noon on Saturday. We welcome Josh to the show. His firm is in Lewis Center, just off Route Seven Fifty, and you can set up a free consultation with Josh and his team to find out where you are in planning toward financial independence. Six one four nine one seven ten forty to set that up via the phone and to make your appointment online. You go to Aptus Wealth A P T U S AptusWealth dot com, and we are on the cusp of a big week. Josh, a lot going on, starting with the Fed meeting. Yeah, you know the Fed's got their their challenges ahead of them. It, it looks like, or at least the indication is, they should probably tell us that they're going to taper rates uh, or increase rates at a much less clip than they have in the past. But there's no doubt that there's going to be some pressures or at least some headwinds against the market as they will be talking about raising rates again. Is there a consensus now or is there a consensus out there about what the Fed will do? You know, the news that we received that inflation has come down into the sixes is a very good indication. The debate is always, well, if they do nothing, will inflation continue to come down and by how much? And if it's not enough, how much will they raise rates by? And, and I think the general consensus is a quarter point, but nobody will know until they actually do it. Josh, pick our guest. Money Monday is the segment. Free consultation at Aptus Wealth Management awaits you. Set up your appointment, 614-917-1040. You can also set it up online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. We also have earnings coming out this week from some of the biggest companies that people watch. Yeah, I think it's two of the most popular companies that people track, and that's Amazon and Apple will release earnings this week. You know, what does all this mean? So the Fed's meeting, Apple and Amazon are meeting. Um, it, it simply means that this week could be a very volatile week. All three of those things are definitely needle movers for the market, so you know, people are paying very close attention to it. Uh, Amazon's announced layoffs. Good sign, bad side, or could it be one or the other? Or could it be a little both, I mean? Yeah, it could be a little bit of both. I mean, sometimes companies get a little too fat and happy and they start hiring more people than they actually need in times of difficult scenarios. They, you know, I hate to use this term because it sounds kind of indignant, but they right size. And sometimes that's good for the overall viability in the long run of the of the company. But, you know, none of these things, whether we feel good about them or feel bad about them or if we feel like companies that lay off people is, is a bad thing or a good thing, really are what impacts the stock price in the market in the short run. Uh, in the short run, you have you know economic forecasts. How do we believe the company is going to do this quarter? And the market has already priced that in, meaning that traders or institutional traders in particular that are buying and selling these stocks have already come to their determination as to what they believe earnings are going to be. And then once those earnings are released, well, either they were right or they were wrong. They were on the right side or the wrong side of that. And that can have a dramatic impact, again, only in the short run for that stock. But if we've known, if we learned anything about investor behavior, particularly people who watch the stock market all the time, which uh, either fortunately, unfortunately, or unfortunately is a lot of us, uh, those short-term gyrations can have a dramatic effect on people's behaviors and ultimately the returns that they receive. Do you find, Josh, with big companies like that? I mean, we're talking mammoth companies, Amazon and Apple. That uh, if there have been, and I'm not, let's take them out of, I'm just saying, big companies. 
if there is if there is a decision made by made by management that is not a wise decision in a large company, how long does that typically take to show up in the performance of the company? Well, I mean, clearly it could be how bad that decision is, yeah. and how bad leadership is. But I would say, historically speaking, if you look like look at a juggernaut like Apple, who has a tremendous amount of cash to weather a ton of storms. Uh, they can really survive a couple of significant bad decisions. What they cannot survive is a complete redirection of the ship. Now, fortunately, if you've ever worked for a big company, it is a big ship, and it's awful hard to steer it real quickly. So I think, you know, there's there's a pro and con to that. The, the con is, you know, they can't necessarily quickly take advantage of opportunities like a small company could. But the pro is that it's very, very difficult to redirect that ship so quickly that they can head into impending doom. So, you know, one of the reasons why, if you look at investors, they typically, in general, like to invest in larger companies because they believe that those are more stable and harder to fail. And that's true for all the reasons that I just said. Yeah, very true. Josh Pick, our guest, Money Monday is the segment here on The Answer. Join us for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Friday night at 7 and also at replays Saturday at noon. Set up your free consultation at Aptus at 614-917-1040. They're just off Route 750 in Lewis Center, which is not far from 23 and 270. And we are in late January now, so tax day is uh, out there on the horizon. And we were talking Friday that a lot of people who um, sort of plan on a big tax refund from the government, and we can get into the wisdom or lack of wisdom in that, but they're they're planning on it and that they might get a surprise uh, when they get their taxes done or do their taxes that they might not qualify for as much as they have in the past. Let's chat, chat about that and give people a bit, a bit of a heads up on it. Yeah, if you recall, we're riding the clock back. Uh, the Biden administration uh, decided that they were going to uh, give people, they used the word give, um, which really was advance, but give people uh, their child tax credit in advance. So you could get $250 a month or $300 a month based upon, uh, you know, the child's age for a period of time. And the problem with that is, well, people saw that as, well, I'm getting free money. Why wouldn't I take it? Everybody gets a child tax credit. And that child tax credit was increased due to kind of this economic stimulus package from COVID. However, that was simply just an advance of your child tax credit that you normally get at the end of the year. So while I don't advocate people get big, big refunds at the end of the year, a lot of people count on those. It's almost a forced savings. I like getting that five or $6,000 back from the government rather than getting it every single month. Well, for a lot of them, they got a large chunk of that every single month. So mm. if you've got a $3,000 advance on your child tax credit and you're used to getting a $5,000 refund, you may only get 2000 this year. And I think it's going to leave some people uh, pretty upset when they meet with their accountants this year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Josh Pick is our guest. And one of the benefits of sitting for the free consultation is to get informed on these kinds of things. So you don't get a surprise, and the worst surprise is to arrive at retirement and find out you haven't saved enough or don't have enough set aside. You can start planning toward that by getting a free consultation with Josh and his team, 614-917-1040, to set that appointment up via the phone, or you can make the appointment online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. And when we converse on Fridays, I'm always kind of uh, taken aback by how many different options there are there are out there to invest and uh, there are some that have been around forever. There are some that are relatively new because they're ever-changing. And we talked about uh, the creativity that can come into play with some of those, including what a lot of people would say, well, that's not new, universal life. But you were talking Friday about one of the creative ways that people can, uh, can you know, make that money work for them. 
Yeah, you know, products or at least uh, concepts or lines in the tax code, for that matter, are not necessarily new. And life insurance is covered under line 7702 in the tax code that simply says if you structure life insurance appropriately, then you can live off of tax-free loans or withdrawals from that policy. And if there's one thing that we've learned from TikTok and Instagram Reels and all this stuff, that people are very intrigued by two things, Uh, making sure their money is working for them and trying to keep as much of it as possible away from the government through taxation, which is why, you know, real estate uh, investing is so popular uh, because of all the tax benefits that are associated with rental real estate. Well, the same is true with life insurance. Um, However, I think that a lot of times life insurance is a product that's sold on the sizzle, uh, but sometimes we leave out some of the, the, the ancillary stuff in the way of costs associated with it. However, as we move closer and closer and more and more towards the fiduciary end of investing, meaning doing what's best for the clients and not what's necessarily best in the way of commissions for the people selling them, keeping it fee-based only like we do, there are new products in those spaces that are starting to come out that have a lot of that ancillary costs associated with it removed. Because most of those costs were attributed to paying an agent commissions. So as we look at these, these strategies, you can ultimately build a structured investment strategy that allows you to do a few things. Invest as much as you want. From day one, have a death benefit that is far greater than the money that you're putting into it, so you're protecting your family. Ultimately, at some point, if you want to take that money out for any purpose, at any age, so remove all the restrictions from you know 401Ks and IRAs and just say anytime you want it, you can take that money out on a tax-free or at least tax-favored basis. And then when you ultimately end up passing away, as none of us get out of here alive, the death benefit associated with that money is also tax-free. So it can be very, very enticing, particularly to young professionals making a significant amount of money who are already doing some of those other things, like getting their 401k match or you know, doing everything that they're supposed to be doing, and they're looking for other avenues to save. It can be a tremendous option. Great information as always. Josh Pick, Aptus Wealth Management, 614-917-1040. Their number, Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Thanks for your time, Josh. We'll see you on Friday. You as well. Thanks, Bruce. I look forward to Wednesday having Robert Cooperman on of Stage Right Theatrics. We'll talk about those plays with a conservative, uh, at least, I don't know if it's even a conservative theme. It's just not an insulting woke theme. So we'll talk to Robert on Wednesday about the offerings that are available to you coming up this weekend at the Abbey Theater in Dublin. Also tomorrow, the uh, Statehouse Dysfunction. I told you earlier in the show that Jeff LeRae, one of the backstabbers who helped Jason Stevens become speaker and kill the backpack bill, and other conservative legislation that you thought you were going to get when you got a supermajority of Republicans. Uh, Jeff LeRae, I wonder how much extra he's going to make because he is a Jason Stevens devotee. I'll have the details tomorrow on what some of Jason Stevens' appointments of his pals, what juice it will add to their statehouse paychecks. Shockingly, they will do quite well. Yes, Now, speaking of people running for office, we had fake Republican Matt Dolan announce a week or so ago that he would run against Sherrod Brown for senator in the state of Ohio in 2024. Uh, I don't want Sherrod Brown to be reelected. I would certainly prefer someone other than Matt Dolan be 
elected instead of Sherrod Brown because Matt Dolan is not a real Republican. He's not a conservative. He's a Democrat, former Democrat. He is the state Senate co-sponsor of the Equality Act, which bows at the feet of the LGBTQ movement. So that is my issue with Matt Dolan, and Matt is free to come on and talk about it, just as Jeff LeRae is free to come on and talk about it. But there is somebody who I think might be running for Senate in the state of Ohio in 2024, and that someone is Columbus entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy on Fox talking about something that the Republican Party would be wise to listen to who to him when he speaks about it. I just think the Republican Party is in a complicated place where we've obsessed over the question of the who. Is it Ronna McDaniel? Is it somebody else? Is it Kevin McCarthy? Is it somebody else? Is it Donald Trump? Is it somebody else? Without actually asking the question of the what. What agenda do we actually stand for? Boom. And the why. Why do we even stand for that agenda? And I just optimistically see a historic opportunity for the GOP right now to answer the question of what are the shared American values that bind us together? I mean, we lack American shared national identity right now. That's an opportunity for the GOP. I worry that we squander it by obsessing over these biographical questions instead of defining the what. And once we do that, the question of the who falls out of that, whether it's the president, whether it's on the school board, whether it's the chair of the RNC. And that's the missing work that the conservative movement needs to do is graduate from the person to the agenda. And if we do that, I think the next cycle is going to be very successful. Yeah, and we've got to primary people who are not about the agenda because a lot of them are not about the agenda. Matt Dolan's not about the agenda. Jeff LeRae's not about the agenda. Neither is Jason Stevens. Neither is Mike DeWine. Neither is Mike DeWine. We don't have school choice in the state of Ohio, not because people don't want it and not because we don't have, at least from outward appearances, the numbers to make it happen. we got stronger majorities of quote-unquote Republicans in the Ohio House and Senate than they had in Arizona or Iowa. They've got it. We don't. But Jason Stevens wanted to be Speaker of the House, and so he promised Democrats he'd do whatever they want done, and what do they want done? Whatever the teachers' unions want done. Did the teachers' unions want school choice? No, of course not. Of course they don't. Here's Shannon Bream responding to Vivek Ramaswamy, noting that school choice is something that should be part of the Republican agenda all across the country. Well, one of the agenda items they have is this idea of freedom of choice with education. Um, Iowa this week signed a new legislation very quickly passed and signed by the governor there. Um, the Federalist says this now two states, because they're referring to Arizona as well, have universal school choice and yours could be next. This Iowa Education Savings Account or ESA program will provide parents with approximately 7,600 dollars annually to allocate toward approved educational avenues. Vivek, is that one of those places that Republicans can start these conversations? Absolutely. I mean, this is about the next generation of Americans. You care about a national identity, that's that next generation. And there's actually good studies showing that for all of the known benefits of school choice, one of them is surprising. You actually get greater civic pride. in. in Oop. Sorry, Vivek. I was trying to do work and get ready for my next soundbite, and I inadvertently cut Vivek off. But you got the spirit of what he was saying. And the spirit of what he was saying is that, yeah, school choice is something that Republicans want. And if you're someone running under the Republican mantle and you're not about that, you're not going to advocate for that, you're not going to stand behind that, well, then we need to get rid of you. Now, teachers' unions don't want it because teachers' unions don't want competition because teachers' unions lose competition. School choice gives parents the power. When you have an alternative, then the people who 
currently have your kids have to be more accountable to you in what they're teaching your kids. And if you don't like what they're teaching your kids and you're getting the portion of money that the state devotes to public school education, and I mean, only in my dreams would you be given that because in the state of Ohio, the state contributes $16,000 plus to the public school districts in the state of Ohio for the education of your son, daughter, granddaughter, or grandson. $16,000 plus. Wow, that's a lot of money, Bruce. Yeah, that is a lot of money. Are you surprised that the public school teachers' unions don't want that money cut? Of course not. And think about this for a second. Teachers' unions, a, a, a public sector school teachers, supported by tax dollars. When a private sector union goes on strike, who are they striking against, right? Like, let's say Nationwide Insurance. They're picketing at Nationwide Insurance. Who are they, who are they picketing against? They're picketing against the management of Nationwide Insurance, right? They're picketing against the people at Nationwide Insurance who decide what they make and what benefits they get. When a public sector union goes on strike, who are they picketing against? Who are they protesting? Well, they're picketing against the people who pay their salary, which is you and me. And so why should they be able, when we are paying them, to hold them hostage? It makes no sense. There is no there is no other place, like, if you if you work at Nationwide Insurance, you don't like what the Nationwide Insurance executive says you make, well, you go to motorists, or you go to Geico, or you go to some other insurance company. There is no other competitor to public school education. But you don't have an alternative, so you shouldn't be able to go on strike against the people who are paying you your salary. This is craziness, and we allow them to strike. That's all demonstrative of a lack of gratitude in our society and a lack of fulfillment that people get from serving others. And we're instead too invested in comparing and envy. Somebody else has something. I want it. This is perfectly demonstrated by the situation that broke out in New York City over the weekend where we had migrants who are being put up for free in a hotel in New York City protesting about the conditions of another place that the city was going to house them for free, just like they're housing them for free now. And the advocate for the migrants said, oh, they don't want to live there because it's it's not as nice as this hotel and it's cold over there. You're not paying for it. What say should you have in where you stay? Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.